Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Have you had a toothache? Have I had a what? Toothache. Toothache? Toothache, a little fade, a little uh, fade haircut. No, why? You look like you've been to the barbers. Well, I have. I've been to the hairdressers. But it looks like you've had like a proper laddie. She did a she did a number two on the sides. I thought three. so. Did she? Oh, is that oh, is that the same thing as a two fade? Yeah, you get a two fade. Oh right, you, okay. Let's have a look. Turn your head. Two fade. Check I don't any... think they call that at where I go. No. <laughs> don't think Princess Anne goes in and says, "I'll have a two fade, please." <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what should you do if your non existence foot fetish has been outed on a podcast you produce? <laughs> <laughs> Wonder who writes this. And should you tell someone if they're not pronouncing your name right? Oh, yes. How can people get Ben wrong? No, I just mean I'd prefer it if they just go, you're not pronouncing your, my name right. Right. Yeah. Do what? Do you struggle? Were you struggle with pronouncing? Yeah. Anything? I was. Yeah. All the time. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more White Cliffs of Dover. You're more White Van Man. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Okay, good. He, he reacted yeah, okay. okay. No, that's good. That was a William original. Oh, was it? Yes. I've got a thick skin. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Um, Shall we pour a G and D? Yes, let's pour a G. Do you want to do the D or the G? Uh, you you choose. I'll do the D. You do the G. Okay. I'm going to take it off very slowly. I'm twisting it. Oh, <laughs> William's ass. <laughs> that was right. that's a mind. wet one. Thank you. Uh, yours is that one there I've just poured. Do you think we're going to listen to this podcast in years to come? And cringe? Yeah, because you know, <laughs> like, in ten years' time when I listen back to that and me laughing at a squelching sound from a, the Bonnet bottle, do you think I'm going to... We're going to be absolutely horrified. I have, I've, I've, we've said this before, William and I have listened back to the first couple of series of this podcast and um, we're, we're quite different now. I think both of us are. Yes. Yeah. I'm much less passive aggressive and laid, more relaxed. You are so much laid back, and I'm. You're still you. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I don't. I, I I've said it before. Said it again. I cringe listening to some of them. 
Shall we toast? I think we should toast Charlotte. Now, she was the Gian Diva who suggested that you know you're a Gian Diva when, which we did on our bonus uh, last week, which I'm sure we'll do more of in the future. And we loved that. It really made a us A huge laugh. response. So, okay. Charlotte, this is for you. To Charlotte. Oh. Now, at the, oh, <laughs> at the time of recording, <laughs> uh, we're going to be honest with you, due to uh, schedule clashes and commitments, yeah. uh, it, 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 it is half past eight in the morning. And as I've always said, it's never too early for D. No. And we've proved that today. But it is a Friday. so Some you... early morning D. Yeah. It's always better in the morning. Yeah. Mm. So um, it is a Friday, though. So if you can't have a gin and bonnet in the morning, it's got to be honest. And of course, we are drinking responsibly. We are drinking responsibly. Always do. Um, remember, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you get in touch with a problem. All your tales of trepidation do make the podcast, so help at sexedmyboss.com is our email, or you can tweet or send us a message on Instagram at sexedmyboss, or you can write here to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. You've had some Mary Poppins problems, confusion well. this week. Obviously, I mean, I'm so sorry that I do go on about Mary Poppins once or twice. Uh, went to go and see it for my 21st time last week. Obviously wonderful. And I just, um, I just can't. Oh, can I also say, I, I, and if ZZ still listens to this, thank you, ZZ, because I was in row E. Excellent seats, by the way. Excellent seats. Row E, anywhere between 20 and 25, G&Divas. If you are booking, sometimes people message me saying, where should they sit? Uh, front of dress circle or... Row E is particularly good to the left as you look at the stage. Anyway, if you're going to Turf Moor, <laughs> the away end, right, and I'd say is where I sit. That's the best atmosphere. If you go, surely the away end is where the away. No, teams we sit. call it the away end, but the half it now it's half fans. It's um, oh, right. It's cricket field end. Um, if you're going with a family, Jimmy McElroy up is good. But if you're going um, mm. to the away end, it's like midway. But try and avoid the big post in the middle. Ah, oh, yeah, that's not... You don't have an obscured view. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Thank you. Uh, something for everyone there. And uh, anyway, so I was in row E, obviously at the end, during the curtain call, standing ovation, always is. And because I'm quite tall, uh, I was basically directly in uh, ZZ's Mary Poppins eyeline, and she did see me, look at me, and sort of go hello with her eye. She went, ooh, which was a big moment for me. She probably... She then turned to the side, and during the sort of the reprise of Supercalifragilistic, when they're spelling out the letters, that was a distress signal to security. It was row E, seat 24. (laughs) Help. I was just going to say the same. Yeah. She's definitely going to get restraining order out on you. What you wait for. Oh, it's easy. (laughs) It's me again, William Hanson. Can I I have another picture with you, please, I've never had a picture with her. I've never met her in real life. Anyway... Um, I get back to the... Uh, I went to go and see it with my friends Ella and Josh and Mikey, obviously. Got back home and I thought, where am I... They were really good seats. I thought, where am I sitting when I go and see it in a couple of weeks' time? So I was trying to search for my tickets. And as I did, I found some tickets for a date in October that I had no idea I booked. And it wasn't in my diary. And I think I might have drunk booked Mary Poppins. Oh, my God. And do you know what? Luckily, it's during our tour and it's on the 9th of October which I don't think we have a show that night. So it's after Brighton, before wherever we go next. Luckily, I'm free. So you go and you drunk... No, I, I, I was there searching all my messages, going, have I promised to, to take a friend? No, nope. just got two tickets booked. I found someone to come with me now. But it's got to the level now where 
I didn't. Even, I'm so confused as to when I'm going and with who. I just don't get how you can go. It's like going to watch the same film every week. No, but it's different. Is it? Yes. I just. I can't get my head round it. So that means time 22, 23, 24 and 25 are all booked. And I thought it was only 24 times. Do you not think you've got like a bit of a weird obsession? It's it just in... makes me happy. Oh, now I feel bad. It's genuinely, I come away and whatever's been going on in that day, and obviously pre-COVID when it sort of first started in 2019, there was a lot going on in my life and it, it, I would go and see it and it would it would cheer me up and I would forget all the problems in the world. And... And you just don't get that with Lamez. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll give you that because I I know I always harp on about it, but when I go and watch Burnley, it's mm. the same. If I've been had a really rubbish week or if I'm stressed, it's it's, it's even if they lose, if they win, if they win, okay, it's better. So, but it's not. That explains why you're so miserable. Hey, let's. <laughs> if it's not, it's not the actual game, which obviously is the bit. It's the day itself. It's getting the train up. It's meeting my brothers in the pub. It's having yeah. a pie. It's having a pie. Meeting my grandma. It's a whole day out of your life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, going on, having a drink afterwards, getting the train back down, and if you win, there's no better feeling. So I can, I can relate to that there. And also, you know, I'm very aware that you know shows don't last forever unless it's Lame Is or Phantom, um, and so it's it's not going to be going on forever. So I'm going to make the most of it. Is it not? No. What's your... Will it be touring? Who knows? I mean, it's, I think it's booking until the spring. And then, I mean, if I keep going, it'll be booking until spring in about four years' time. Was it full house, though, is it? Yeah, there were a couple of empty seats. It was a Wednesday night. Oh, OK. So the audience were a little bit slow on the uptake for certain things. But they got there in the end. What's your second favourite West End? Do, do your top three. Mary Poppins. I loved Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I've uh, seen that in the West End, and you and I saw it on tour. We've been to see that, yeah. I thought that was very good. And... Oof, the trouble, this is awful because I mean, I just, I, my mind is obscured from anything else that isn't. I like everybody's talking about Jamie. Yeah. Although I have seen that quite a lot. I've seen that twice. In the grand scheme of things, I haven't seen it that much compared to Mary Poppins. My but friend's in that. I, oh, here we go. Who's your friend, Jordan? No, I've just got a friend. Is in he that. still in it? Yeah. Oh, he's okay. great. He's really good. It's ending on the 21st of September. Yeah, it's going on tour, isn't it? Yeah, is he doing the tour? I think so. Yeah. I want to see Tina. Really? Yeah. I'm going to tap Wendy to see that. Yeah, it's a very Wendy musical. It, no, it's... No, no, it's a very... Cue the jingle. <laughs> William's <laughs> passive-aggressive comment of the week. William Hansen is elegant and chic And here's his passive-aggressive comment of the week. <laughs> We should just say, producer Ben, uh, since we've been in this new studio, has worked out that on his little recording desk there are what are called hot buttons, uh, and you can press them and then the jingles appear on cue. Have you got any trumping noises? No. No, I mean, it's a very Wendy musical because it's aimed at... Mums. Mums. Who... <laughs> Where's he got that from? Go on, give us some more. Oh, here he is. Oh. This, is, this sound effect apparently is called a rim shot. Oh, oh, that's good. We could use that for Jordan's joke of the week. Yes, when they're funny. Thank you. That's William there, uh, Mary Poppins. <laughs> what else have we got, Ben? Gosh, where have all these come from? And we'll be right after the. We'll be back right after the break, Gene Divas. <laughs> Keep them coming, going. Keep them coming. 
Is that all you've got? Okay. okay. Well, what what fun we had. There we go. So yeah. Anyway, so those are my favourite shows. Okay. You're simply the Possibly best. I'm missing some. I'm feeling that I've missed out a particular show, and I apologise. Did you that. like uh, Book of Moment Mormons? It's fine, but it's just sort of. It, so lot, what Mikey and I find, obviously Mikey does his podcast backstage with about musicals, so he's very, very hot on this. But people go, I don't really like musicals, but I like Book of Mormon. Or if people have never been to a musical before, the first one they go to is Book of Mormon, when actually there are many others that you could go to. You really are a snob. <laughs> I just, sometimes you've just got to say it. <laughs> You are a very... It's a good show, but I think it's slightly overhyped. It's just how many offensive things can we say and put it to music? It's pretty much our podcast. <laughs> We're not that bad. Yay! <laughs> this is practice for when Jordan has his inevitable ITV Sunday morning show. <laughs> <laughs> OK, coming up next, we've got Christopher Biggins on the show. We'll be right back after this. The commissioners are listening. I'm very cheap. <laughs> Whatever Roman's on, Jordan will do it for 50% less. <laughs> now, you've obviously, you're back in, we're back in the same room. You're back in the country. Cheers, Jerry Geller. How, what? You're back in the room. Oh, OK. Um, how was being away? It was, it was fantastic. Tell yeah. us, because a lot of us haven't been able to leave the country. It's it, it was fantastic. I can't say too much, but I have uh, travelled from one end of Spain to the other. And you it, said Spain. And it has been one of the best experiences of my life. Aww. It was fantastic. Oh, that's nice. But I do want to learn Spanish. Hang on, but you were away for three weeks. Yeah. Have you not learned any Spanish in those three weeks? Not really. Right. I had an entrepreneur... You've had a what? (laughs) 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 It's early. At the time of recording, it's early. You had an interpreter. I had an interpreter with me. Okay. Um, I can't give the names, but one of them, she was an absolute love. You can't give the names because you've forgotten. No, no, no. Um, well, I suppose I could give them. Yeah. So we had three interpreters. We had um, Arthur, who was a diamond. We had Elena, and my favourite was Lorena because every afternoon, yeah, yeah, she um, would always have a can of Aquarius for me, Aquas. Do you know that that you get out in Spain? It's the no. best drink. Better. Only think I've been to Spain once. Have yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put this out there. It's better than Fanta Lemon on holiday. Aquas is brilliant, and she always had a she always had a Kinder Buena for me. Oh, and that was your little afternoon treat, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, I'll show you this little picture. She's a. Um, you know, you said you had three interpreters or mm-hmm. three entrepreneurs. Well, they were the they were the. Was producers. that one to sort of understand the sort of the, the Lancashire dialect into English, and then English into Spanish, and then Spanish into whatever regional dialect? Pretty much. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Where, there, look, and that was on the last night that she had for me when I went into Oh, there's Lorena with her buena. She's, uh, yeah, so it, it was great, but it's the language barrier, and I, I'll be honest, I did feel rude because when you can't even order a cup of coffee in Spain, because I went to a restaurant on my own. But isn't coffee really easy? Is it? It's just El Cafe. Oh, well, it? I didn't know that. 
I no. didn't know that. Did you not have, like, Google Translate? No. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you. Mm. Okay. Okay. Is it okay to use Google Translate and just point at your phone? Trying to get an iron at reception at half seven in the morning. I'm going, iron? Iron? And Tid did that. If typical, you're doing that at reception, I'm you can get thrown out. Typical British speaking louder, like an uneducated, ignorant buffoon that I can be sometimes. Going, iron? Iron? L iron O. Le iron? Iron in board? Le iron, that's fr- France. Close, crease. I saw this, but I'm going to Iron! Uh, so I just um, actually had an iron in Spanish is Delfruza. Delfruza? Oh, that's, no, that's it's quite not, fun. Look so, it so, so, like when I went to China and had to, I think I've told this story before, I had to mime completely and have some more loo roll in reception. That was demeaning. Oh, it's plancha. 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 Iron press. So is it okay to, like, what do you do? I think you want to try and read it off your phone and actually say the word if needs be. But, look, we've got this technology in our lives. We shouldn't sort of... You should always still try and learn the key phrases, and we've gone over those key phrases before on this podcast. But for for sort of slightly more unique words like iron or coffee, um, then, yes, you could use Google Translate and and use it to, to help. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. If someone came over to this country and was talking to you via your phone, how would you feel? Be all right. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fine. At least they're making an effort. Yeah. It's just the effort has changed to the phone. What I really struggled with as well was cold milk, because I like an Americano with cold milk. I don't like it with warm milk. Have I changed? Well, no. I mean, hot milk is correct for a coffee. Yeah, but I don't like So I always say, like, in Pret or here in Starbucks, don't go to Costa because it runs right through me. Mm. But if I always say, can I have it Americano, black Americano with cold milk? Or filter. Or filter. And trying to order it in Spain. I'm going, cold milk. Milk. Oh, it's another suspect hand gesture. Milk. Oh, forget we're filming. <laughs> so it is okay, but it... Yeah. If, and is it okay abroad to just point at the menu if they can't? No. No. I think you can point and say, that's fine. But just don't... Point. Don't just point. I don't, I Pointing's do, rude in general. Po- yeah. Wherever okay. you are in the world. You are very good at this etiquette, Malarkey. Thank you so much. We do try. Yeah. And talking of um, compliments, you've just complimented me, in a couple of weeks you start your new... Full-time radio career. Yeah. Which is a big, big moment. How are you feeling? One minute I'm dead excited mm. and like, oh, my God, I can't wait. And the next I'm like, oh, my God, we better not mess this up. Are you doing, are you stealing any features from the podcast? Are you doing Jordan's Joke of the Week? No. We, we're working on features and stuff at the moment. What did you think to my suggestion yesterday about your first song? William texted me saying, um, the first song that you play on your new radio show, on the biggest youth network in the country, is Alicia Dixon. The boy, the boy does, does nothing. It's a banger. Does he wash up? He never, never wash up. up. Does, does he clean up? up? Start as no, you mean to go never on. Cleans up. Does he... Everyone loves it. Okay? If you want people to like your show, this is my advice for you. Alicia Dixon, The Boy Does Nothing. Oh, I'm so nervous. Honestly, just thinking about it now. It's... Do you know what your first song is? Not yet, we've not decided. Gosh. Well, put it in the pile. Actually, maybe take it to the meeting and just film everyone's reaction. 
Um, but let's talk. Let's talk wider about getting a promotion. Okay. Okay. Because in effect, are you considering it a promotion for you? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. How did you react? I mean, do, how have you been reacting? I mean, you haven't been into work because you've been away mm. a bit. But when you go into work next week or, or whenever, is there going to be anything about your behaviour that you change? Are you sort of making certain members of staff have to turn away and face the wall and not look <laughs> at you, like in the Edwardian era? Um, no. I, no, I've, I posted on Instagram. I think that's... Is it OK to post about your promotion? Yes, well, I think so. Yeah, oh, no, I sound like a... But there's a way to talk. There's a way to discuss it. If you're, if it's just completely like, oh my god, I'm amazing, which you didn't do, obviously. This is, I'm so happy. That's perhaps you want to be self-deprecating when well, we are yeah. in Britain. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've not really seen anyone since. So I've, I've just been, people have been saying congrats and stuff, and I've just been saying thank you. And that's, and that's all you need to say. How do you react with someone if you got a job that someone else went for? If you got a promotion over them, um, do I sound tired this morning? Well, it is eight thirty. Sorry, have we mentioned that? Um, I think you just say, "Oh, thank you, thank you very much." I, I don't think you really need to make an issue from it um, or saying it. I think you'll make it worse if you start doing a, "Oh, you know, sorry you didn't get it." Yeah, because you, and also then you can sound insincere. Yeah, you just don't. Mention and I'd it. hate to sound insincere. Okay, what's good promotion etiquette then? Take it in your stride and don't change. You're still a per. It's just a job. Yep. And you haven't been made head of state. It's just, you know, it's a job. I feel like you're talking to me personally. Here. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. But you know, I think with any. I mean, I'm in a job where I can't really get a promotion because sort of I'm self-employed, so I'd have to promote myself. No, you are. You've just got a big contract coming in. Yeah, but I'm still. My boss is still me. You can't be promoted from the UK's leading etiquette expert. I could be the world's leading etiquette expert, I suppose, and then the universes. I reckon you're probably one of the world's leading etiquette experts. That's very kind of you to say. You'd even agree with that. Shall we talk about reposting content? Okay. (laughs) So something I've noticed a few people, and I don't don't even know how to do this on Instagram or Twitter, but there's like an archive or on this day feature. Oh, yeah. Where you can sort of go back and it shows you what you were posting, tweeting, etc., sharing. Four years ago. Four years ago, five years ago, etc. And I've noticed, and it is, there's a certain type of person that does this, but they will go back onto their on their day or whatever. And if it's like a really attractive photo of them, and they are looking, to be fair, quite stylish, they will reshare it and with some innocuous caption like, oh, I remember that haircut, or, oh... I loved going to Spain or whatever. And actually, it's, there's not, they're not trying to show you that they were in Spain or that they had a new haircut. They're trying to go, look, I look quite attractive a couple of years ago, even though they might look attractive now. But they're just it's, a, it's another excuse to sort of do a thirst post, but without posting something in the here and now. So you don't agree with it because... Well, just, we saw it three years ago. Why do we need to see it now? Oh, I Post fresh you, original content. I think you get or it. Don't, or if you've got nothing to say, say nothing. You're getting et up over nothing there. I just wouldn't use... I think you use this on this day feature as just a way for your own record to go, oh, that was three years ago, and that's it. We don't need to tell everyone. Just post. You're very fussy when it comes to posting. I just just find social media fascinating from a human behaviour point of view. How rubbish am I at social media? I don't think you're rubbish. I am. Just don't post him off, do I? No, but if you don't have anything to say, don't. And also, you're you're fortunate because you have your radio show and you have this podcast. So if you've got something to say, you're going to say it on one of those. Yeah. 
And that's sort of how I feel as well a bit. Yeah. Not with your radio show, because... We I, don't post much, really, do no, we? No, I really don't. I, like, once... Once, I mean, generally at the moment, it's just about going to Mary Poppins. It's how many different views of the theatre can I post? Mm. Depends how much people pay, I suppose, for your Instagram. <laughs> I have bills to pay. What, and we don't? I am under no illusions that in maybe less than 10 years from now, I'm going to be propping up some bar in Burnley, telling everyone I used to be on Radio 1, I used to do a podcast. Now, the other good feature that you, could, you can't do now on Radio 1, because it's my idea and it's my intellectual property, but, you know, cha-cha-cha. You know, you know the cha-cha-cha. Yeah. And the cha-cha-cha song ends with cha-cha-cha. Yeah. Name me any song, and it works better with cha-cha-cha on the end. Okay, this is going to be the first thing we do on the show. <laughs> I think that's a great point. Are you seriously? S- sing me the end of any song. Uh, oh Not classical. The only thing is it probably doesn't work with classical music, but at pop music. Um, I want to break free. Cha-cha-cha. Okay. You've got to sing the end of the song, I though. To, I don't know the end of it. What will I Play to? me the end of a few songs. Oh. And you do a cha-cha-cha, in, instantly improves the song. Oh, my paella dish has just arrived. Your paella dish? Yeah. Andy from Securities text me. <laughs> Sorry. Building uh, security, not your own personal security. <laughs> gosh, we should just stress. What did I listen? Oh, God. Can I see the timer? Love some arcade fire. This is what Burnley come out to. Okay, wait, that's it. Ready for it? I'll point, I'll point in. Cha cha cha. <laughs> He's actually got a point! Wait, one more, one more. You do more. it with any song. Wait, 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 wait. One more. It's going one to rev- I'm going to revolutionise the music uh... industry. Every artist now. I'm going to be the, the best music producer since Red One. Oh, was this, um. Shaka- oh, Shaka- this would be great with Shaka Khan. Right, okay. Apparently, it's very giant. This fades out, though. So? Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have a point Try there. Try it with some better songs. But next, when you're on the radio, or you're listening to the radio, and as long as, you know, they don't talk over the end of it... Oh, <laughs> shut up, Shaka. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Shaka. Is it one of the funniest things you've ever said? Um, cha-cha-cha. <laughs> uh, okay. It works. We'll we'll do some more maybe in a bit. Are you ready for William? Shut up, Jack. <laughs> Are you ready for William's wacky word of the week? I am really ready for William's wacky word. Oh, I can't do it. It's good to you. Word of the week. Just need to, I screenshotted it. Please tell me the word shut up, Shaka. <laughs> shut up, Shaka. Here's the jingle. Come on, G and T, it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. It's William's wacky word of the week. And the word of the week this week is ambitious. 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 Not ambiguous. No. I'll tell you the definition after this. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony 
the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Okay, welcome back, Gene Davis. Thanks for sticking with us. Williams, wacky word of the week, please. Any guesses as to what it means? What is it again? Ambitious. Does it mean somebody who is two-faced and they talk no, about you behind their of. back? It means the desire to become a better bitch. <laughs> it's not a real word. I just saw it on Instagram. It made me laugh. <laughs> you can't make words up. How do you think words were created in the first place? Ambitious. It's like a segue to the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious song in the musical. So you want to be more ambitious? Ambitious, yes. I have a desire to be a better bitch. Do you know something? Here we go. And take this how you will. <laughs> Time to do that. <laughs> and that's just proved why. What? You would make a great drag queen. Oh, for God's sake. I have thought of a drag queen name. See? Because of how... Smutty you are and yeah. how quick you are and sometimes like yeah. how you take the mick out of Shall people. I do the tour in track? <laughs> oh, I'd love that. What's your drag queen name? Doily Pardon. Doily Pardon? Doily Pardon. Mine would be Tess Tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Tess Tickle, why? Oh, yes, I get it! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Tess Tickle. Maybe let's do our tour next year in full drag. I think your drag's very in at the moment. Yeah. The trouble with me being a drag queen is I'd have to wear less makeup. <laughs> and I think. I just don't think it would work. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, um, we'll review it. Jordan, it's time for Give Me the D. Oh, we've not done this in donkeys. Are you ready for a sing? Ben's yes. got his finger on his hot button. And here we go. I want the D. I need it now. Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come on, boys. Give me the D. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> see, it works. 
<laughs> um, this is the competition where we give away a bottle of Dubonnet. It's very, very simple. Producer Ben will post an image on our Instagram account at sexedmyboss. All the rules on how to enter will be found in the caption and one of the commenters will win a bottle of D. We're also going to give another bottle on TikTok. If you duet with this video when it's uploaded onto our, our account, you'll be entered into... I'll read that again. <laughs> This is why you should, Gene Devers, always read things before you say them out loud. We're also going to give you uh, another bottle on... Uh, we're also going to give out another bottle on TikTok. Oh, we still got that. If you duet with this video when it's uploaded onto our account, you'll be entered into the cup competition. Shall we get on to the listeners' problems? Let's do it, please. This one is from Anna from Denmark. Can do an accent? Wait, I'm thinking of it. Did we beat Wait. Denmark in the football? Woodpecker! <laughs> oh, that's Sweden, isn't it? Scandinavia. Dear William and Jordan... Woodpecker! I... Do you remember that little ginger man with the beard? No. Woody the Woodpecker. Yeah, I remember Woody the Woodpecker. Yeah, he was... He had a... I don't think he was Danish. I think he was Swedish, only. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll look it up. It's called Woodpecker! Dear William and Jordan, I truly enjoy the podcast and am incredibly shy of any conflict and confrontation, like Jordan. She doesn't put like Jordan, that was me. I hope you can help me with this pressing issue. I have a very sweet dog, a cocony named Samson. Samson? And I have a very nice neighbour with whom we share a balcony, only separated by a few bars. My neighbour, bless him, has fallen in love with Samson. He's started... He's as such started feeding Samson through the bars and I'm really not comfortable with others feeding my dog. He's got a lot of stomach issues and the person who has to pay for visits to the vet... Oh, Samson has a lot of stomach issues, and the person who has to pay for visits to the vet when he eats something he's not supposed to is me. So what is the etiquette way to tell someone not to feed your dog when you know they're just doing it to be nice? Also, I fear for my dog, um, because if anything, he's grown a little chubby during quarantine. Hoping to hear from you soon. Thanks in advance, Anna from Denmark. Um, I think you have to just basically say, oh, uh, you tell your neighbour... Oh, he's on some medication at the moment. He's got to be on some special food. Could we just pause the feeding for until I tell you? And then that's that. I think you've got to be direct about it. And so you can blame it on medical stuff, which, as you say, is sort of vaguely true. Yeah, you can't really feed other people's dogs. What's the etiquette there? I think if you're going to, you have to ask permission from the owner. Oh, is it OK if I give him a little bit of something? Or um, do you object? I think you, you can't just do it. Yeah, I think you've definitely got to tell him. Is it still polite to say, can I stroke him? <laughs> The dog. Yes. The do- I knew as soon as I said that sentence. Yeah, I normally say, is he friendly? Meaning, you know, if I put my hand down, is he going to bite my hand off? Are we still talking about the dog here? Yes, yes, okay. we are. So is it, still, is it still polite to ask if you can stroke it? Yes. Before you go and stroke a cockapoo, you put your hand down there and you say, is it friendly? Okay. And then you wait for the response. Is... Does that same rule apply for penises? Um, well, you should always have consent. Oh, well, wait to friggin' ruin a joke. <laughs> Anna, I hope that helps. Our next letter comes from Chad. Oh, I'm, I've got an image about Chad, what he looks like. Wow, what's wrong with Chad? He's probably very muscly. He's probably a jock. Dear William, Jordan and Ben, I hope you are well and good since being back together within the same room. Except for Ben, he's where he belongs, behind the glass and locked away. Quite. 
Uh, I have to say, I started Help I Sex as my boss around two months ago after a friend of mine introduced me to it and since then have become a GN diva and have since caught up with all episodes and now wait impatiently every week for Tuesdays and Fridays to roll around. Here's my predicament. It was recently my birthday on the 9th of June and I had asked my girlfriend for a copy of The Bluffer's Guide to Etiquette and sent her a copy of William's link, williamhanson.co.uk slash books. So she had a reference. He's put, I'm reading what he's written. Oh, okay, okay. My birthday rolls around and I have many great gifts, including a copy of The Bluffer's Guide to Etiquette, except there was no signature within the copy. Hmm, I thought to myself and asked, this is great, but which site did she get this from? And to my despair, she answered, Amazon. To which they do not add the signature, as they are not Mr William Hanson, leading etiquette expert. Help. Regards, Chad. What we'll do, Chad, is you can either send your book to us and William will sign it, or William will send out a little signed letter-headed paper. Yes, I could send out, if you give us your address, I could send out a little insert that you could sort of slip in yeah, to the book. because that's what I've got. In mine. Have you got an insert? Yeah, you give me an insert. Why do I not just sign the book? And it's really cringe, actually, because you know what the insert says? Oh, no, what? Um, to etiquette or entertaining? Uh, it was Pink or fir- purple? It was your first one. Etiquette. It says, it's a little insert. It says, to Jordan, any help plugging this would be much appreciated <laughs> on Five Live. <laughs> oh, William! <laughs> When I, when I used to work on at Five, five Live. Live back in the day. And I remember pitching it to our editor and he said no. No, well, it's fine. I got thrown off Five Live because I was very cross about a caller about scones. When? Oh, after Tony left and then his replacement came on. Have you not been on since? No, well, I have, I have, but not reg- on that slot that I was regularly on. And they, we're doing a phone-in and they went, well, the Collins Dictionary says it should be scone. And I was like, well, it's not the Oxford English Dictionary and it's scone. Uh, all words to that effect. I was quite terse and they never booked me again. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm right. Yeah, don't worry, uh, Chad. We'll, William will send out a little insert. Just, you need to, yeah, but I don't know where you live. I'm not connected to the national database. So if you can come in and email in again with your address, we can sort that out for you. Yeah. Or you could order another book. My second book, and I can sign it for you. From williamhanson.co.uk slash books. This is from Vicky. Dear William, Jordan and Ben, Yesterday I went lingerie shopping at Agent Provocateur in Soho. For William's benefit, it's full of very sexy bras and knickers and is very obviously a lingerie shop. I always get mixed up with lingerie and laundry. Lingerie and laundry. Yeah. Yeah, laundry, yeah. Don't. It's not one to get. I mean, you have to put the lingerie in the laundry. But you put the laundry in the lingerie. Oh, no, it's very dirty. On the way out, I realised I had forgotten my umbrella and dashed back inside. I heard a distant, hello, Vicky, and realised I had accidentally FaceTimed the finance director from work, who was quite old and very religious. <laughs> Did you mean to call me? He asked as I desperately tried to ensure he couldn't see the background to my call. No, no, I reassured him before promptly hanging up. I partly blame William and Jordan for this as I had been listening to Help I Sexed My Boss on the way into the shop and was clearly so entertained I mishandled my phone and dialed him. It isn't quite sexy, my boss, but I'm a bit worried that the finance director will think I was deliberately calling him whilst lingerie shopping. Shall I just pretend nothing has happened? <laughs> Warmest wishes, Vicky. Um, wow. Of all the places to FaceTime your boss hmm. is when you're trying on a G-string. Well, I don't know if Vicky was trying on a G-string. She hasn't put that in. She was in the shop, but we don't know quite where she I'm was. A, I'm adding a pinch of salt. Okay, for right. comedic effect. <laughs> but yeah, it's quite something. 
I mean, she did do the, she did do the right thing in that she turned away and sort of tried to make sure the background was plain. I've never been. Do you know this will come as a great shock to you? I've never been in a lingerie shop. Oh no, I tell a lie. Oh, Hattie and I, our friend Hattie. <laughs> if there's any of our friends, it's Hattie that's took you know. No, we went to the M and S lingerie department. She had to get something, and I had to stand there. I didn't know where to put my face. I just stood there, completely confused, looking at all these sort of lacy things. So I have been there. And that was in the Trafford Centre many, many years ago. Jordan, when was the last time you were in a lingerie shop? I don't think I've been in one. I don't. It, you, you see, I mean, I do. I always walk past Victoria's Secret, and you think I don't know what Victoria's Secret is, but she's not doing much to hide it. Is that like is Anne Summers still going? Or is that shut down now? No, I think Anne Summers is still going. Is it? We used to dare each other to go in there. I'd like to say, <laughs> I'd like to say it was in like year eight, year nine, but. It was last week. It's probably about 17, 18. I used to go to my mate, used to go to Rick and Pilk's go, go on a day to go in, or we'd walk past and push him in. Bless you. <laughs> or we'd dare each other to go in and have a look round. Now, I think, I think Vicky go on, is... Go, in, go in, I'll get you a pint. Go on. <laughs> I think Vicky is British. So, Vicky, I would say you just do the classic British thing of not saying anything about it. And hopefully the finance director doesn't bring it up. Never happened, and then bring it up at the next works Christmas party when you've had a drink. Yeah, it's a good story for that. Yeah. Once, especially when they've left. <laughs> did and there's you, a new finance director. Do you know, you know, when I rung you up in, back in the summer, I was, yeah, I was in the laundry shop. Mm-hmm. It's a train on a thong. I was. Mm, I'm wearing it right now. This one is, is our next, our last question. This is from Sophie. Now, Sophie has written on a, a handwritten letter, as you can see. Um, however, she's also typed, a ta- uh, typed it up as well, in case we couldn't read her handwriting, which oh. is just as well. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, if you're reading this, my handwriting has, was unfortunately illegible. I wanted to get in touch regarding a health issue, if you can call it that. Now, I'm not about to reveal I have two vaginas or 16 toes. Instead, I have an addiction issue. I'm not one of those people who only eats beige food or can't hack flavour. Instead, I have to coat everything in a certain white or pink, if it's it's of the Himalayan variety, substance. Okay, I'll say it. I'm addicted to salt. And I mean addicted. I struggle to eat anything without these sprinkles of pure crystallised joy. Bagels, fruit toast, chocolate and more recently ice cream are just so much better with salt. Since cafes and restaurants, if you can call McDonald's a restaurant, you can't, are back open, I can get my fix better than before. My card holder often looks like it's bulging with cash. Instead, it's full to the brim of salt sachets. (laughs) So really what I'm asking is, what is the etiquette to pulling out one of those little white bags whilst out for dinner at a friend's house. Is it rude? Or is it just as rude as asking for salt on the table? Or do I need to grow up and experience other flavours to that to that of sodium chloride? Naturally, I figured you would be the best people to help, so any advice would be massively appreciated. Sophie in Manchester. Who does this remind you of? You? Mm, who's bad for this? Are you addicted to salt? I don't take sachets with me, but I even before... I've tried my meal. I put loads of salt on, don't I? Yeah, I would say from an etiquette point of view, you always need to try your food before you season it because it could be over-seasoned. Mm. You could be making it worse or it's under-seasoned and you need to put more on or it's perfectly seasoned. If no, you but to I my house. always like to add a pinch more, don't I? Yeah. I've got a mate like Sophie who has salt on his butties. On his... Butties. Right. On his sandwiches. Well, that's fine. A bit of salt in a sandwich is fine. Right. 
first of all, what's the general etiquette we sell? You're saying if you go around someone's house or you go to a restaurant, you try the food first. And, Absolutely. And then it's perfectly fine to ask for a bit of salt. Um, well, in, in a restaurant, yes, because it's a commercial operation. So ultimately, you, if you are paying and you want something, that's fine. It may be a bit weird, but it's fine. Salt is not that weird in the grand scheme of things. In a private house, however, if you come around to someone's house, if you can't, and this goes for anything, ketchup, mayonnaise, soy sauce, salt, pepper, whatever, if you can't see it, you don't ask for it. So if you can see it somewhere on the table or even on the side, fine, you can ask for it. But if you can't see it, you don't ask for it. I'm sure I asked for ketchup when you met... Greek tram lake bait. Greek. <laughs> we are not recording it morning again. <laughs> Greek tram lay bait. What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Greek lamb tray bait. Greek lamb tray bait. Oh, God. <laughs> Greek lamb, lamb tray bait. bait. Greek lamb tray bait. Yes. I'm sure I asked for red sauce. Probably. I don't know if we have it in, though. I genuinely, if you came now, today, I don't think we have ketchup in the house. Not be- not because we sort of have an aversion to it, just neither I'm sure of us like did, because when it squirted and went, I went William's house. <laughs> Mikey went, good one, that, George! Good one, pal! Um, we nearly made it through the episode without a, an impression. Never mind. Um, so, no, I, Sophie, I, I don't think you can take out a sachet of anything at someone's house. That's, that's quite rude. Um, I would just... If you can't see it, don't ask for it. And try and educate your palate into other flavours. Or maybe they, if they're offering mustard, for example, try mustard. You might suddenly love mustard. That said, the first time I drank coffee, I absolutely hated it. But you sort of, you sort of sip it gently and you sort of introduce it to your palate. And now I'm, I'm addicted to that. Or do what Gillian McKeith did on I'm a Celebrity. She put salt and pepper into a... Um, was that her like luxury was it item? Gillian McKeith. She stitched it into her knickers and stuff, didn't she? Oh, did she? Yeah, she got caught. Oh, you don't can want I pepper just, down your knickers, do can, you? No, you got. Why well, the sachet rip? Can I just say, mm. salt and pepper makes such a difference when you haven't got it. Because in there we didn't have any of it, so it's, everything's just bland. Mm. Ben's um, just got to make beep 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 beep. Shut up. Uh, I hope that helps. She has actually put here, by the way, if you know anyone selling a spare ticket for the Manchester show, please send them my way. Well, because we've changed venues because of um, the slight diary change, we've gone to a slightly bigger venue and there are a few more tickets on sale, Sophie. So if you uh, need to, go onto the website, sexandmybosscom slash live and uh, and probably get yourself one or what, two there. What venue are we doing in Manchester? We are doing the Academy. Which one's that? No idea. How many? 1,100. Uh- um, thank you very much, William Hansen, and thank you very much to everyone that uh, got in touch today. Remember, thank you very much, Jordan North. Ah, thank you. Just felt I should say that. Are you going to let Vic speak at the end of the show, or are you going to cut her off as well? No, yes, I'm going to... Sure, yeah, I'd never cut you off. Remember, if you want our help with something... Cop shite. Remember, if you want our help with something, then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexatmyboss.com. Still my favourite swear word. It's the only word I wish I could say on the radio. Mm. You know, if you... Cause Give it five years and it'll probably be fine. If, like, if there's like, a little thing to say, if there's one swear word you could say on the radio, it might be that. Cop shite. Or knobhead. Or bellend. I love a good bellend. See, last... Yes, you do love them. Last series. Yeah. See, last series for details. Oh, it's a long story. You can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at Sex and My Boss, or you can write to William. He promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. We'll see you on Friday for the weekend, please.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 